0: All right, guys. This was, let's see, not as many tangents this time. This was straight no. to the point. Streamline. Great person to have on for an informative interview about theater that's happening in the area. The president of Little Theater, Erin Cody, corgi lover, Disney enthusiast, tap dancer extraordinaire uh it was great to have her in it was great to talk to her it's great to find out some information that's happening with little theater and you know she and she gave some some insights into things that are happening in the future and i thought it was a lot of fun to have her come in and have a conversation with us
1: yeah
2: it was just like nice and streamlined and i, I don't even think i might have to edit mo- most of that thing
1: yeah. yeah you just have to edit most of it Mochevich.
2: <laughs> you just have to edit this. That sounds
0: like a, that sounds like a, a Bolshevik leader. Mochevich. Mochevich.
1: <laughs> no, I think he took over after uh, a Lenin or something. Yes, I think he he between did. Stalin and yeah. I can't yeah, remember, but, yeah, I yeah. think you're right about that.
2: <laughs> oh, man. So I'm gonna just cut out all of me talking. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh man, but a uh, lot of uh, it's good that we could have somebody on that I mean I've known Aaron for a couple of years and but I I I'd, I'd never really got into conversations with her as much as we did this morning so it was awesome to just have the opportunity to talk to her she was nice enough to come on and you know it, it very insightful very yeah. insightful
1: Agreed <laughs> <laughs> Yes exactly um <laughs> Sorry, I think I've only got a few brain cells left. That's well, that's quite I was all right. Say
2: that was very unlike you. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Do Agreed. Much. Agreed. Agreed.
0: Agreed. Um, no, it was a
2: lot of fun, and to talk to someone who's been invested in the theater for so long, but then as present is invested in the future of the theater and knows that it can't just be like static the whole time.
0: Exactly. That She has some visions and some plans that.
2: Right, she's not closed-minded about what can and what needs to happen. And also, you know, as a community theater podcast, it's nice to have a female community theater president on the podcast um, to hear kind of what she's thinking and what's actually happening versus just us kind of armchair quarterbacking. Ah, you know what the theater should do and here's why like we actually got to talk some of that stuff out
0: yes yes definitely that was nice to do you know have a have a brandy have a a pumpkin beer Mm. and or whatever it is that you want to imbibe and jared anything else to add uh no enjoy this episode with Aaron cody Be a good uh, musical. It would be a good musical.
2: Yeah. I'm sure it will be.
0: <laughs> it will be a good musical. Exactly. I would. I would definitely go see it. That'd be a good one. Um. Anyway, here we go. Enough about hocus pocus and enough about Disney because I'm sure we could all talk about Disney for quite some time. Well, you know what? To go with the theme, we're in the midterm elections, aren't we? We so are midterm elections. So let's talk about your presidency of the Little Theater of Fall River. Okay? All right. So, you are going into your second, second year. year, right? Yes. So, this is your second year. And at the most recent membership meeting, you were talking about how you had to be convinced by one Jeff Belanger to take the position. Now,
2: which. It was like a birthday gift to Jeff to be given credit for something <laughs> uh, without saying
3: it
4: himself. That was terrific. Oh, yeah. Oh.
3: Uh,
4: Jeff, Jeff Blander holds a special place in my heart. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I have been on the board for a few years. Okay. I was Playbill chair. Okay. And um, it was a lot of work. I was looking to maybe take on membership. That was kind of what was in the back of my mind to uh-huh. switch over to that. And it turns out they had something else in mind, the nominating committee. Um, Typically, our presidents have been a little bit older, Uh um, have maybe served.
2: Are you like the youngest president in like your recollection? Pat Taylor
4: thinks I'm the youngest. I don't know, you know, if you go far back. I mean, Little Theater started in 1935, so So, I don't know how old.
2: But As far
0: they as were Pat
4: Taylor can remember, in recent history, okay. yes,
0: she wasn't around in 1930, she got involved in
4: 1942. So oh. there's a six year gap that we're just not oh, sure okay. of.
0: Okay, gotcha. That's how she dodged World War II, right? <laughs> yes. She decided
4: the nominating committee felt that I, you know, could do a good job. And Jeff talked to me about it and paid me lots of compliments to try to get me to agree. And then I told him I'd get back to him. And then just thinking about it. You know, talk. I talked to Aaron Gendro, Visco, uh-huh. who was our previous president. I kind of decided to give it a go. And I'm glad that I did. Um, I think the first year was a learning experience for sure. Uh-huh. I think mostly what I'm doing is managing personalities to an extent. Yep. Oh, um, absolutely. You know, be it members, directors, casts, crews, our patrons. You know, if they don't like a show, I'm... The one that you know gets to respond to them in general i guess pr sometimes too but at yeah. a couple of those um but no for the most part it's been really fun F- fun enough that i'm willing to do it again so <laughs> that's great that is great <laughs> i think it's important for all of us but especially as president you know myself to be open-minded and make sure we're listening to each other um because you never know you know, maybe if you listen to that other opinion, you guys can meet in the middle and, and do what's best for the organization. So that's what it's all about.
0: That is what it's all about. Uh, do you remember, was it someone specifically that nominated you? And do you remember that conversation when you were told that you were going to be nominated?
4: I just got the call from Jeff that the nominating committee was talking about okay. me as president. So I don't know who initially, I want to say it was Jeff that thought of me first. Uh-huh. Um, and he's the one that called me.
0: So he was basically like a lobbyist. Yeah, trying I to think get so. you to take it. That's <laughs> a great way to describe him. Too. Yeah, no, it really is. Now, when you decided to take the position and you got voted in, what was like? What was the first thing that you did? Did you like set aside like an outline of goals or something that you were planning
4: um, for
0: your term? How long is the term?
4: So technically. The max is three years. Okay. Um, but you have to be voted in every year. Oh oh. Okay. Um so technically I could have been ousted at, at the right. last yeah. annual meeting. Yes. Yes. Um I think the first two things that I did, if I can say two, I talked to Aaron Gender uh-huh. as the outgoing president about, you know, things that needed to be addressed and you know, just advice from him. Um, And then I met with Bev Robinson, (laughs) Uh who is basically um, the queen of Little Theater. Mm -hmm. She knows everything that's going on. She has the answer for everything. I don't think anyone would argue with that. Um, So I met with her at the fire barn and she kind of just went over everything I needed to know. Mm -hmm. Um, And between those two conversations, I learned a lot. And I think it was just a good place to start.
0: How difficult was it to navigate out of COVID? and not having any performances or shows or anything like that to try to I want I mean get back on little theater's feet.
4: I think as a board in general not just for me it's been really difficult just figuring out how to come out of covid cuz we're we're going back to performing and and presenting shows but mm-hmm. Uh we're not really necessarily doing it like we did pre-pandemic. Not We've kind of made some changes. Yes. Um and those changes some of them might be permanent. Um So I think it's just challenging I think for you know a long stretch there there was basically a recipe to, like how to run Little Theater mm-hmm. and the past few years that's gone out the window. Yeah. Um so we're just kind of making decisions on the fly. Um but the nice thing is I I don't have to decide anything on my own. Um basically all major decisions that affect Little Theatre as a whole are made by the board together. And I think that the past year, and I am confident that this year, that we've been a pretty good like, united front. I think everybody has been putting Little Theatre first, and uh, we've had a pretty easy time making those big decisions.
2: Yeah, I think in my experience on the board this past year, I agree, it's been very easy. It's been, um, there's no tension walking into a meeting. Like, Where tension could arise depending on whatever the topic is, I feel like right before COVID and especially in COVID, there was like a tenseness in every meeting. Cause like you're basically fighting for the theater's life Mm -hmm. when you're not doing anything to make money, but still got to pay the mortgage or, Mm -hmm. or cover utilities and fix things that are breaking. So um, yeah, absolutely. Hmm.
4: I think there were early on a lot of disagreements on how to handle COVID in general too. You know, do we cancel, you know, right when it started, do we cancel this production? Um, You know, right in the beginning, we were in the middle of our first run of Blood Brothers, deciding what to do with that. There were just so many unknowns. And then coming back, deciding what our policies should be regarding masks and vaccinations and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, whether or not you you like to admit it, this is, you know, kind of polarizing in a way, this, mm-hmm. this subject. um, And we have people from all different, points of views um as members and as board members so um you know working together on all of that i think at first was difficult but has just become easier with time
1: yeah yeah it's an interesting thought i just thought about think of every show you've ever been in and think about the illnesses that just spread am- am- amongst oh, yeah. the show cast and you, it's just everyone just kind of knows just like yeah, tough it out whatever that's the thing so that's an interesting thing of how do we, how do we handle this going forward even not even just covid i mean do we do people consider having more understudies now? Do we do we consider that? Do we have swings for more productions? Obviously, it's probably going to be more production to production, but we are going to have to, you know, keep this in mind forever. You know, yeah. you don't want mm-hmm. people showing up to shows sick or what? What I mean, like again, if someone has a cold going forward, and you know do we just make sure that they take a COVID test? Do we make sure, you know, this is, this is stuff that I feel like every company has to think about because you get that many people in a room and someone's going to show up with a cold. And what do you do with that production now? Yeah. You know, what do you yeah. do with that person? Yeah. I think
4: little theater hasn't really had to utilize understudies and swings. And I think in community theater, it's so hard to find someone who wants to commit to all of those rehearsals and putting all of that work in and maybe not have a chance to perform. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's something that we need to kind of look into moving forward. Um, because having that security blanket, knowing that, you know, if the worst case scenario happens and our lead gets COVID we're going to be able to continue the run because we have an understudy in the wings. Um, I think that's important. So it's something we need to work on.
2: I'm going to be an understudy for everyone for every show from here on out. Yes, <laughs> and then I'm going to end up leading in so many productions that I would not be able to otherwise. Right, it's, right. No one's going to have a hard
1: time about it because they're like, "Well, you needed to fill in."
2: And coming in 2023, <laughs> Jose Cabral is Billy Elliot.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh, make that happen.
2: But please. I want to see please.
1: you in the rehearsal process. I want to see like, him in a leotard, le- but,
2: learning the ta- like
1: learning the dance just like, and everything. <gasps> <laughs> but by the
4: yeah, run, you have the whole thing ready to go.
1: Incredible! That's absolutely incredible. I'm looking
4: forward to that. Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: so am I. But it's something that we consider. Maybe the matinees are, you know, the, the understudies jump in on those. I mean, maybe yeah. it's currently
4: just... there's a policy against having an understudy like guaranteed a performance right off the bat.
1: So,
0: <clears throat> so you talked. You you mentioned about how you guys had to cancel the performance of Blood Brothers in 2020 and now they're presenting it uh little theater is presenting it again and it's the same production crew there are some different actors and actresses in the roles um and you yourself are in the production I so am. let's give us the give us the tea what's the update how's that going
4: uh it's going really well we ran the first act um the other night for the first time and i think we all expected it to be a crash and burn situation yep um but it actually went like really great um and jason actually he wasn't there so we were missing a lead Uh um
0: jason is joe's brother
4: yes jason cabral he's great um he had a a commitment that night and uh yeah it went really well so you know this coming week we're gonna work more on act two and and run mm-hmm. that and i think we're in great shape but it's been really interesting revisiting a show that you already did mm-hmm. and a lot of it is the same you know the set is the same a lot of the cast is the same
0: you were in the production before? i was so yes, i'm in the okay. same
4: role um So Mm -hmm. it's, I don't know, I feel like it's like an opportunity that doesn't come along often that you get to like go back and revisit something like that. sure. So I'm kind of trying to take it as a challenge to do better this time. I also think the the world was kind of crashing down around us the last time we did it. So doing it without that stress, I think will be so refreshing and, and make it a lot easier to just focus on having fun and and being present and just putting on a great show.
2: We talked about it in Michael and Barry's episode. Yes. The chaos at the beginning of Blood Brothers with Jared... Coming down to help a little bit. Oh yeah, (laughs) that's right. Um, When I had to read the lines for Mister Lyons on stage, so that did get brought up in the last. uh,
0: Yeah, that was uh, that was nuts. I remember you also called me that night on
1: that Thursday to see if you would do it. Yeah, Yeah, I was on my
0: way to bartending, and I was like,
1: "Uh, I can't help out. Sorry, bud. Um, I, in all fairness, I did like I was pretty straight up when the call came to me, and I was like, I'm not the person for this like you need to understand like this is not my kind of thing to jump in in front of an audience with no rehearsal like this is not for me it was like can you like try to get other people <laughs> and then then the call came back to me and it was like yeah apparently nobody else is this kind of thing either um, and I was like I'll be there fast, fast forward to
2: Jared pitching to Debbie well what if Mrs. Lyons is just a single mom trying her best
1: <laughs> just trying her best <laughs> The voice of God just reads the lines sort from of, the. I don't know any That's of the right, lines. That's right, Mr. Lions so. is God. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have worked. Okay, it was a new, it was a new uh, vision. Yeah, that totally would have worked.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> Sorry, <Ryan. laughs> no,
0: no, 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 no. Um, so, you said you're trying to stay present. You're trying to enjoy yourself. You're trying to just like be fully immersed into the the this production this time around. This is your first time on stage as president? Is uh,
4: that correct? No. no. I did Bobby Perry's um Frank Sinatra oh, my way totally back right. in I May. I totally forgot about that. Um I almost agreed with you and then I was like, no, that's not true. Um so second time. Oh, okay. I think
0: so it, do you find it that, you know, it kind of Let me see. How I can put this I worked at the movie theater for years, okay? And by the end of it, I just couldn't eat popcorn from the movie theater, all right? <laughs> so is it, are are you just like is is it difficult for you to really fully enjoy it when you know everything that goes on behind the scenes and, you know, not only if someone doesn't like the performance, but like you'll have to hear about it and you and you're in the performance.
4: I think I I would say no. It doesn't ruin it for me at all. Um, I am a pretty type A person and my wheels are kind of always turning and Mm -hmm. I I stress myself out pretty easily. So there's probably a little bit more of that than before I was president. Um, Just wondering about... You know, hoping everything goes smoothly, hoping Mm -hmm. nobody gets hurt. Um,
2: You have more of a vested interest now. Yeah, for sure. If anything happens, you're getting the call.
4: (laughs) Exactly. But I don't know that anything could ruin Little Theater for me, to be honest. I think I started doing stuff with Little Theater at, I believe I was seven years old. Mm -hmm. And this it was just like, not to sound ridiculous, but it was like a magical place for me. Oh, of course. Um, Like, this is where I grew up. It's where I wanted to spend all my time. Um. You know, like my favorite people were there, so I I don't know that anything could spoil that for me.
0: Yeah, I don't think I was uh, that. I'm saying that little theater would be ruined for you, but it would just be more like you can't be fully immersed in the experience of just doing the show when there are all all these other factors that gotcha. play into it for you. Um, like do you I think it's been difficult. A-
4: not I would say not so much, because I think when I'm at rehearsal, I kind of try to think of it as you know this this show is kind of in mm-hmm. the director's hands. It's in you know, the stage manager and the musical director's hands. Mm-hmm. It's in the board liaison's hands to an yeah. extent because I think I think when you're a board member that's in a production, it's important to kind of lean on that board liaison as that you know, bridge from the cast and crew to the board um, because i think as a board member in a production you don't see things the same way um and if there's a problem it could be very awkward mm-hmm. yeah i'm um, not saying that i wouldn't get involved but i think that's an important role that you have with this production
2: yeah i'm, I'm the liaison for blood brothers again Oh, um the the board produces the show so yes. as the liaison, I walk around like I'm the producer. Mm-hmm. I'm telling everyone what to do, and that's it goes over the, so well. He loves it too. To I know that's <laughs> very difficult for me. Now it is. It is. Um, it is actually an easy role for me to, like, just make sure that the – I have no problem arguing with anyone, as you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> so when a director is making a choice or saying something that I feel like the board would frown upon, I have no problem speaking up right away. Yeah. Like, there was a show that I was a liaison for. We won't use the title of the show or, or any names. Um, but there was possibility of a COVID scare happening tech week. And the director was like, oh, you know, if you, if you don't need to, don't test. And I'm like, yeah, no. As a as a, a the representative of the board, if you feel even a little bit sick, test because there are elderly coming to the show. There are mm-hmm. younger people coming to the show. We need to take care of our patrons, otherwise we won't have patrons. So like, that's kind of like right now. That's the biggest part of being in that role is doing that. And I think it, I think you make a great point that you should, when you're in a in a role, lean on the liaison and be like, no, I'm just an actor here i'm not aaron the president i'm yes. yeah, aaron but- cody the actress but
4: and do it, you know, know if needed i can act as president but i think if we can kind of go to that board liaison first yeah. i think it's better for everyone involved yeah. Yeah. but
1: do you find that when you're on stage that the secret service members really get in, <laughs> get in the way yeah you know what like they really cramp
4: my style <laughs> that's crazy we
1: have to do something about that <laughs> Oh man. Um would Pat Taylor be the head of the Secret Service?
4: The <laughs> not so secret service. I, so I secret. think she would because she stopped that one intruder.
1: Um
0: so you said that you started when you were seven years old. I did. Okay, so I started doing theater for Little Theater in 2013. Okay. And I believe that was the spelling bee. Oh, okay. Okay. And you did the summer show that same year, which was Marvelous Wonderettes, right? Or was I did. that the year before?
4: I think that was 2014. I did Marvelous oh, Wonderettes because okay. so it was in between it, college and
0: grad school. Okay, so it was the oh, all right. So you were in grad school because I was wondering, like, there was a gap there. Like, there were shows that after seeing, like, now seeing you perform and everything, like, there were shows that I you should have been in yeah. That you d- weren't in so then what was your return to the stage like i'm trying to so, figure that out
4: so i was so sad because little theater did such great shows while i was in college and while i was in grad school like les miserables yep. legally blonde like just a whole bunch that i would have loved to just be in the chorus of um and sadly i i couldn't do it but uh
0: those were the two that i was thinking i of two shows.
4: away in college and then i was home for one summer in between college and grad school, I did Bobby's show, The Marvelous Wonderettes, which mm-hmm. was super fun. Mm-hmm. And it was just fun to have, like, a quick chance to get back on stage. And then coming back from grad school, I think the first show I did at all was Grease with what was Janice McDonald's Studio Theater Co. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think what what my first little theater show you back would have been.
2: Choreographed uh,
4: Yeah, that had to be it.
0: But mm-hmm. was shrek the
4: no the... i did cabaret before shrek i think i no. was i was in i was lulu and like a yes. dancer in cabaret which yes. was so fun was um to... that might have been maybe my first time back on stage i think so. maybe cab. yeah yeah That's it was really cab. sad not being able to do stuff for a while um but it's fun being back at it now for sure
0: yeah you did choreograph too though and I did. The choreographs are described. you what do the... you prefer do you prefer uh, being you, on stage or do you prefer choreographing? Because you
2: choreographed Evita at the same time. I did.
4: I right? did yeah. I did a, a little bit of choreography for Evita, and then I did help choreograph Oliver for Little Theater as well. Okay. Um, I, at this point in my life, I think I prefer being on stage. Yep. It's not that I don't enjoy doing choreography, um, and I think someday I probably would like to direct, but... <laughs> i don't i don't know if this is a good thing to say but no, say i it. feel like the age i'm at now like i'm a good age for a lot of roles so sure. i, I kind oh, no, of want to be on stage while i'm you know still you still in that age to do a lot of this stuff so I, I figure you know down the line i'll be more interested in the backstage stuff um and that behind the scenes stuff but right now i kind of just want to sing and dance yeah I, <laughs> I
2: understand that i get that because like i'm actually seeing that for me my type i'm like i'm gonna make it be a great dad role in like ten years, fifteen mm-hmm. years, like that older man in in a show, I'm like, I know that's going to be my wheelhouse. So I'm doing the backstage stuff now
0: <laughs> yeah. until we get there. Yeah, that until I like, could be, you know, the
2: dad in the, the Christmas story, the musical, or yeah. something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I'm trying to get into choreography, so <laughs> there you go. Yeah, like I'm going to choreograph awesome. some shows. So I'm throwing my name in into the ring,
2: and that's great. You
0: know, come you
2: see you're doing me. choreography for Our Town, right?
4: Yeah, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing that. I've got it. Yeah, it's gonna be um, it's, you know. very avant garde. I will say, probably the the caveat and what gets me excited is working with kids. Um, I grew up dancing at Janice McDonald's studio, mm-hmm. and she's basically my hero. I miss her dearly. Yes, um, and I think I kind of inherited that like love of working with kids from her. Um, so Oliver was a blast. Yes. I basically handled the kids in that show as far as choreography goes, and um, I loved every minute of that. So if a uh, children's theater or you know opportunity came up that's something i think i could really be you know get behind and and enjoy doing
0: well this is such a great natural like transition because (laughs) there was talk of a children's show or youth show we should say at little theater is that something that is 100 percent set in stone and has been decided on
4: i would say it's 90 percent set in stone okay. um we do not have rights to a production at this point right. or dates or anything like that but the That's the board not. has voted to go ahead and mount a children's production it will be the very first 100 percent children's production that little theater has ever produced stay tuned for details um our website our social media um you know, basically all I can say right now is that it's in the works, but we're really excited about it.
1: Is the Do you think the goal is to, I, again, it's in the works, I don't know, but um, is the goal to do it at the fire barn and introduce the kids to that kind of space? Yes. Cool.
4: Yeah, it's such like a it. great space. Um, it doesn't it cost is. us anything to use. Um, and I think it's, you know, very like accessible to... You know, for kids, Jared and I actually grew up doing some children's productions, not Little Theater, but um, Janice McDonald, again, her name keeps coming up, um, had As her own showed. company and uh, she did some children's productions, which I think were great. Yeah. And uh, we used to use the Fireburn back in the day. Yeah. And I mean, Jared and I did I think Joseph it's a- together. and
1: I think it's great because we've talked about this before, that no kids around here get the opportunity to act on more of a micro level they all are learning how to perform in 1500 seat auditoriums and everything's big, everything's over the top. And this is a really cool experience to expose kids to theater at a smaller level and the, the nuances and the, the little things you do to put on a performance. So that's going to be really cool for kids. Yeah. Yeah, I think
4: it might be a less intimidating venue for kids. It's funny because to me as an adult, I find the fire barn to be more intimidating oh, because yes. I can see everyone in the audience. But I think just having so l- a smaller audience, I don't know, to a kid, I think actually might be a little less scary. So possibly,
0: yeah. Yeah. Also I think though that kids are just so ignorant to that yeah. at times too. So like it doesn't really matter. Like some of the some of the confidence that these kids have is just like mind blowing. Yeah. Um so you say about the fire barn.
2: Being a great space.
0: Being a great space, which the three of us have said.
2: Almost every episode.
0: Countless, countless times. Yeah. Like, it, cause it, it, it really is. Is that, are there any plans in the work for works for Little Theater to utilize that space in other capacity, like other than just putting on shows? Would oh. there be master's classes or, Or maybe not little theater shows, but if you bring in uh, a comedian to come and perform. Sure. Or anything like that. Has there been any discussions?
4: Um, So in the past, we've done some things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, We've done like little dance sessions or classes for members there. Um, We had like a comedic ventriloquist type act fundraiser (laughs) um different 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 things like that um as fundraisers but yeah i think that that's something that the board is open to and now again coming back from covid um we're seeing more opportunity to do things like that so um another thing that we're going to be working on is some more perks for our members um i think that's a big goal for this upcoming year um we have some board members in new positions and some new board members that are excited to kind of figure that out um so I think a lot of those things will involve use of the fire barn as well.
0: Yeah, have you f- have you found that the membership numbers have decreased?
4: They definitely took a pretty good dip for a while there. I think we're working our way back up now. Mm-hmm. Um although like a lot because of COVID. Yeah.
2: Like, COVID happened, no one renewed, or not no one, but a lot of people did not renew during those years because we're not putting on certain productions, mm-hmm. um, so they feel like maybe the benefit's not there, which is what I think we're considering addressing.
0: Correct. Okay. Um, if you, using your presidential mandate... <laughs> your do I, do I have your that? Executive power <laughs> that you have. I'm sure you do. It's probably in the bylaws powers. somewhere. Uh what would be your perfect season? Let's say you could you were insured to get the rights to any show. All right. <laughs> and you got to pick exactly what you wanted to do. Let's say I don't know. We'll say five Fire Barn shows. Wow, jeez. And okay.
2: that's not one where I thought main you were, one main stage. That's show. not where I thought you were going okay. with the question.
4: But Is great. this like a fantasy, situation? fantasy like, situation? Like I don't have to t- take into account like no casting budget, and all that stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anything
0: like you know? My gosh. Could do okay, it. just
4: shows that I would be excited to see at the Fire Barn. Um, the Secret Garden.
2: Okay. Wow.
4: The Adams Family.
2: Okay. Oh, to you never hear anyone talk about that show. It's so good. Chicago. Okay, all at the fire barn. Yeah. All
0: right, we have three musicals now.
4: Oh yeah. So, <laughs> Aaron <laughs> it's has <fantasy>. a bias. <laughs> oh, that, that is true. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, listen, I'm a song and dance person. <laughs> no, I know. Listen, I. No, it's not please. that I don't appreciate our straight plays. I do.
0: Yeah, that's a tough question. Yeah, you know, it just popped in my head. I like it.
4: I'm trying to think of a good BCC show. Anything goes.
0: Alright. Of course. Cool. Uh, okay.
4: I love a good tap dance. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> All right. What else could we do at the fire barn? Let's see. So this is one that someday I think I'd like to direct. Thirteen, the musical. Oh yeah, oh, that's a great show. JRB. Um and I think that's like an age group that doesn't get to do a lot of cool stuff. I mm-hmm. agree. Yeah. Um and it's a great show. It's so a great I, show. that would be good. All right, what else?
2: The thing I like about doing thirteen there is that age group could very easily turn into people who keep on coming back to audition for shows and become like lifetime members and actors for the, for the theater by just getting that one chance. Definitely. Young enough.
0: Yeah. It's like the cigarette companies in the (laughs) sixties. That's right. That's actually really, little theater. That's what we're emulating. We're
2: little emulating theater, actually. Mobile. We're gonna have a cartoon camel as our mascot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sponsored by Cool.
1: Um Thirteen's um, great too, because the uh, the music, there's not a lot of challenging music at that age group. And to come in there and like that that could be a really good introduction for kids yeah. to be like, yeah. oh, okay, we're we're doing Definitely. seven, eight times signature like right now. Okay, yeah. let's let's and play that, around with that.
4: That age group, you know, they have so much um they have so much to offer and it's such like a good age for like theatrical growth. And yeah. I, I th- think it would be like and, a super fun age group to mm-hmm. work with.
2: My, my last comment about 13 is that, uh, or specifically that age group, which is why I'm excited about having a youth production at the theater is that that age group is more likely to become like, passionate about the show. Mm. Where yes. people in our age group have work, have bills, have you know mortgage to pay or whatever it may Such be. a good point. So like it's easy to get distracted or the show is never going to be priority. Where if you have a, a, a young teenager, it's gonna be their whole life. Really. Yes. So um you're gonna get a better production I think out of that because of that. That's, That's cool. a great point.
1: All right, the final one I'm wrapping up final, the, season, the final show an original musical called Ryan Durkee on the beach. (laughs) No. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Maybe that's just
4: what I (laughs) want (laughs) to see. I'll just say it anyway. Joseph, Joseph and the amazing technical or dream coat. Nice. I don't know. I feel like everybody likes that show. Audiences like that show and it's just fun.
1: Yeah. The last time little theater did it was with Tom Marcello, right? It was, that was
4: 10 years ago. I, I was like 13. Wow. Yeah. Really? So maybe, they did it that wait, recently. Maybe I it, I right nine, that nine ago. years ago.
1: No, it's got to be over that, no, no, right?
2: No. You were not no? thirteen ten years ago.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Can you stop?" <laughs> like, no, is no, staying wait. in. You know what I-, <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to. I didn't pick up on any of this, but I, we could get our fingers out. Just so. <laughs> <laughs> So that's funny. why I'm the youngest president yeah. ever. That's right, right. <laughs> exactly. You're only seven. You're only seven. Uh, I think that's how the math works. 10 to so 20 us. years ago?
4: Um, yeah. No, I, I remember. I won't get into why specifically I remember that so well. But <laughs> I was not originally ago. cast in that show. And I found out on my 13th birthday.
2: I thought your question was going to be more of... If you could be president for a long time or you can make whatever changes and know that the boards can completely back you up, what is the ideal use of the fire barn for Uh, you? Is it just putting on like five – like as we've been using it in the past or do you see – like you're starting a long-range planning committee. um, Like do you see a different type of use there as like using the fire barn as – almost a way to make money for the theater but rehearsing elsewhere like like anything like that
4: i think in a perfect world if funding was not an issue at all um we would have our own rehearsal space outside yes. of the fire barn I've just because said that so much week. of our fire barn time is taken up by rehearsals right now um, so I think that if we could move all of our rehearsals to a separate location, or even half of our rehearsals to a separate location, mm-hmm. it would just open up the fire barn for so much more use. For uh-huh. you know, renting it out to to bring in some revenue for us, Absolutely. or to offer fun member events. Um, we maybe instead of five doing five fire barn shows a year, or however many we're doing now, it's more six. Um, sure. you know, this maybe season. maybe we can increase that. Um, yeah. Yeah. so I think that. You know, moving forward, if we're ever in a position where financially we can manage to do that, or we meet someone who's kind enough um, to let us use their rehearsal space, we are a nonprofit, um, and we right. do a lot of community service. So, if you want to help us out, um, that would be great. Um, but that would open up a lot of doors to us, I think.
1: I'll volunteer Definitely. the basement here. <laughs> rehearse down here that's there right you, go, you just want
4: people to fold your laundry yes, that's, that's, that's <laughs> right. what this whole thing's about <laughs> that's really what this is all about people get them in the door
0: fold the laundry send them on their way yeah yeah no that's that was a great question joe i wasn't thinking about that but that, oh, was, a, that was that deep. was deep yeah that was I a try. really good question i tried to prepare uh so you mentioned a couple of times how much you love tap dancing and how much you love dancing in general now, Little Theater is putting on Guys and Dolls, which is a heavy dance show for the females involved, and you aren't in it.
4: I know. What is that about? <gasps> you know what happened? I think, got it was so long ago now. So Guys and Dolls is another show that was started pre-COVID and mm-hmm. cast pre-COVID. Um, I was supposed to be the board liaison, actually, for Blood Brothers. Okay. And somehow ended up in it. Yes. unexpectedly mm-hmm. and that they were going to overlap quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I ended up in blood brothers instead. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Um, so now you can, I you potentially could, would be open to joining as a, a hot box girl. If the opportunity, I'm opens sure th-
2: up. I know there are people who were in the production who are not coming back. I don't want to 100% scheduling. commit yet, but, Oh, I know. I, I, I'm the person that you would commit to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we but have say in I'm, just, I'm just saying like, I think there might be an opportunity for that.
0: Right. Yeah, definitely. We're we'll, trying we'll to keep get that this in mind, in, in it as well. I'm still yeah.
4: trying to get Debbie to give me a tap solo in Blood Brothers. But... Yeah,
2: I'm sure it's gonna on the table. Shoes on the table, on the table. is now a tap it's number. Perfect opportunity. <laughs> I think that that could
0: happen. Just <laughs> a reimagining. Why not?
2: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We reimagine stuff all the time here.
0: Yeah, guys. We re-reimagine yeah, things. That's yeah, right. we do. <laughs> Guys, uh write into Little Theater, uh CO <laughs> Debbie Sadler on that to try to get a tap dance number for Aaron. It's something that I think uh everyone would enjoy. Just flood the mailbox and uh yeah. Let us know how it goes. I'm
2: sure it'll be taken very well.
0: Uh of course it
1: is, yeah. Um yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. Now, um, I know Aaron can tap, but I would pay to see you tap dance, actually. I have tap danced. Yeah. Have one, you really?
0: One really? show, yes. Nonsense Amen, the closing number of Act One is a tap dance number. So it was me, Anthony DeRose, who is a wonderful person, Jeff Belanja.
1: Jeff
2: Belanger,
1: Jeff Ke- Belanger,
0: Kenny Ettriss, and John Silvera.
1: <laughs> That's a terrific
0: cast. It so is. that is, there were some varying levels of dance experience yeah, in that I'd cast, say so. and but you know what? It worked, and it was a lot of fun. Tap
1: dance? Would you really do it again?
0: Hard. Would I tap again? A hundred percent. Yeah, I am not a. A trained dancer? dancer whatsoever but i do have rhythm I've
2: and swag rhythm.
0: <laughs> and i will work i don't want to look like an like an idiot so i Fair. will work so hard to get every single step down
4: yeah Nice. All right, you heard it here first. Ryan I do. is pa- willing to tap dance. I do yeah. want
2: a pair of tap shoes. Do you really? I took some, like I took three tap lessons before COVID. Oh, that's. Like right. leading oh, up to Guys right. and Dolls. That's right. Thinking just in case it was needed, so maybe we can get the directors to. Have a sky in Nathan it. Detroit tap number.
1: <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> the, I,
2: the least I, impressive tap in musical theater.
1: Yes. As an adult, I think now I'd be more open minded to dancing a little. I was so I was so afraid people jud- like were judging me and hard. And I danced as a kid. And now, like, I mean, now at this age, it would be fun. And I'd be like, whatever, I'll make an ass of myself. I don't care.
2: That's. I think that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. Is like it. I'm laughing with them, not like they're not laughing at me anymore. <laughs> Like, like yeah, so if, yeah, if totally. it's not great, it's fine.
1: Literally, I remember, like, trying to dance as a kid and, like, not being able to leap. And it was like, oh, my God, everyone's making fun of me. Everyone's being mean to me. And I'm like, now as an adult, if I I'm trying to leap would be hysterical. <laughs> like, and, and then I would try, and then I'd be able to loosen myself up enough where I, maybe I could do it. Maybe I could dance. Right. I, well,
4: if we start up the little theater dance lessons again for members... Mm-hmm maybe one of those will have to be for tap dancing
1: I'm for us to sign I up I'm ready that would be great I would do it yeah
0: I would totally do um, it it's a great time it's oh, not yeah, it's not for a show it's not
4: rehearsing for anything it's just for fun it's
0: just coming burning some calories and yeah. having some laughs I, I like would it. totally be for that um so we have blood brothers coming up Dude. and then church basement ladies yes what else is on the horizon for a little theater S- oh and guys and dolls yeah, and, 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 our then and our town. Oh, our in, town is uh, in well.
4: February, so it's busy. We have a lot planned coming up, um, and pretty soon we'll have plans for kind of next summer and beyond. Um, but yeah, Blood when Brothers. When does that get? Uh,
0: I guess decided on, on released like that summer.
4: Now that our um, our new board has assembled, uh-huh. um, a play selection meeting will take place, and they'll take proposals. From directors and and that will all be handled fairly should, soon. Should
1: be by the end of the year. I probably yeah yeah You'd by help. the end of the calendar year. Calendar year, yeah, yeah yeah yeah.
4: Hopefully um I know we are gonna hopefully get started on that right away. Um so yeah hopefully not too far off from figuring out what's next. Which it's been really great getting back to the productions that were canceled and never got to happen yes. due to COVID. But I also am excited to to see what new things are going to be happening Mm -hmm. and i think it's been a little bit challenging for people who want to be on stage who weren't in those productions because they were already cast they haven't really had a great opportunity to audition for anything Mm -hmm. so getting back into that will be really nice for people
0: without a doubt i think that people a lot of people are just like hungry to get back on stage so if you already weren't cast in a show then it would be difficult to just continue to sit and wait.
2: And we were talking about doing non-theater things at the, using the Fire Barn space. There is at the beginning of a January a reading happening at the Fire Barn oh, uh, right. of our, our friend Eli and Cameron. Both been on their podcast separately. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a show that they both talked about, Haley's Comet mm-hmm. um, that they'll be doing a stage reading with a pit for in January that the board approved um, in September.
1: That's going to be so, cool. Um, that's great. They'll be coming up too. Oh, That's, I'd love to see more of that stuff. That's so cool.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that.
2: Originals. We'll have yeah. to have them back on to talk about the show because we didn't really get into the.
0: I think I think we'll have the two of them on, and maybe Mikey O'Malley is the. I think he. Yep. He's also, also. He's also part of the team. So the three of them. Oh my God! Talk about an editing nightmare, Joe. On that show, oh, if we get Mikey on here, it, it's gonna, it's just gonna continue. It he'll, he's already starting to warm up.
2: Oh, is that right? Yeah, oh, good, yeah. Good, good, good.
0: I, I love Mikey. I oh, appreciate man. that. Um. Oh, so that, I mean, so there's definitely things that are coming up that we can look forward to. Yeah.
2: I have a um a question. Oh, please. you talked about doing a lot of stuff with Janice. Um, and then I know that you had auditioned for some stadium stuff at one point, like what's your experience working with other, um, community theaters and do you have a preference or like not really a preference, but what's the difference? Why do you keep on getting so invested in little theater versus kind of branching off to some of these other places that you've auditioned for?
4: Um, I think, I think that's, a multifaceted answer I have for sure. you. I think maybe the biggest thing is Little Theater's just been a part of my life for so long mm-hmm. that I kind of can't imagine my life without it. Okay. Um, So, you know, you keep coming back because it, it means a lot to me. So, you know, that's why I'm serving on the board. I, I sure. want to see Little Theater succeed and I want it to be around so that someday when I have kids, they can come do shows at Little Theater. Um, So the longevity means a lot to me. I also think... We, as a community theater, offer, in general, some of the best quality productions that I have ever seen a community theater do. Um, And I'm saying this about shows that I had nothing to do with. Um, So I think my opinion there is relatively unbiased. A couple of examples. Um, Jekyll and Hyde was a long time ago, but I mean, it was, I felt like I was watching a professional production that was said about Les Miserables. I think um, Shrek was extremely well done i shouldn't say that because i was in it um but you know i think a lot of our our performances are beyond what most people would expect from a community theater do you think that
2: i'm sorry ryan no no you're just gonna say something No, no um do you think that like as a theater we just have to be open that people are gonna act in in multiple different places and go to different companies for certain productions or that as a company we should be considering like oh why are they going there for these shows maybe we should be doing those shows or like is our selection correct like like where do you fall on that
4: so i mean i think there's always going to be some people that are going to hop to other companies you know maybe they just happen to be doing a show that they always wanted to do and we just haven't done that one and they're Mm going to go over there but I think we should be striving to select shows that people are interested in being in, interested in helping in, um, you know, those shows that you can think of that even if you're not the lead role, you just want to be in it. Yeah. Um, and Les Mis is a perfect example of that. I think most people who are, you know, true theater fans would just give their left arm to just be in that show. Um, so I think that, you know, we need to be careful in our show selection. Um, but i also think that if we keep our quality up um it's going to you know keep more people interested in coming back for more sure this is very random i watched the shining for the first time last night oh really
0: the first time i
4: know i know don't don't get me started i have a we have a checklist we're going through of all the movies nice. i should have seen but didn't you know <laughs> what that's my cool.
0: uh, my girlfriend i have the same thing for her so
4: oh, i'm so bad um maybe that should be a musical <laughs> that's a great the Shining? Yeah. I love this idea. Surprised
0: it wasn't on my list already. I know, huh? <laughs> just a, throw, just throwing musical it out or there. Just a, a play.
4: Oh. Oh, let's make it a musical. Go bigger, go uh, home. Yeah.
0: Okay. That would be a thing where it would be like Mary Poppins, where. <laughs> oh, okay. No, 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 no. Listen, <laughs> okay. listen, listen. Go ahead. Go listen, ahead. listen. No, no, I want to hear this. <laughs> where the set would have to be a character in itself. Oh, absolutely. It would have to be so grandiose. That cool. the the house the overlook overlook hotel would have to be just larger than life because I mean yeah. you got blood coming out of the the elevator it's kind of like have... uh, the play that goes wrong yes or... exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly
2: or like one thing I will say about uh, Oklahoma that we all talk about too often front yep. that was on tour P pack the second I walked into P pack to see that show I was like. Infatuated with it right from yes. the get go because it's so big, it was, yeah. there was so much more to it. I heard that and, as well than other shows you typically see, like Broadway shows on tour. So, oh, all right, I didn't, That's a great see, I didn't idea. see that
4: one.
1: Oh, yeah, The they Shining coming to Little Theater 2023. <laughs> yes, um, oh, so what did you
0: think of The show. Shining though?
4: Oh, the acting was great.
0: Did you like the movie?
4: <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I did. Yeah, okay, I thought it was pretty great actually. I'm not a big horror movie yes. fan, yes. so I appreciated I appreciated that it wasn't a lot of like jump scares or whatever people sure. call yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was more just like a thriller, Ex- I expense. guess. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I love but it. I thought it was interesting. I still have questions. Like, I need to like Google like w- exactly what, what happened. Yeah. There is a
0: <laughs> there's a documentary on I believe the making of it. It's called What's the room that they talk about in The Shining? Red you, room. No no no. You not <laughs> Red Rum. Red Rum. The one, the one with the lady the, in the bathtub. What is the oh, room? Oh two thirty seven. So there's it's called I believe the documentary is called two, Room two thirty seven. Uh oh, and it's okay. just all about it. And it's really interesting. Uh, I remember seeing watched. bits and pieces of that. Um Yeah, I I think that horror movies, just to say, play off what you were saying with jump scare i feel like that's just a cop
2: out now absolutely like it's just but there's been so many years of of watching it i can't watch a suspenseful movie without like preparing myself for a jump scare and then when it doesn't happen i'm like a little bit relieved but then like even more tense (laughs) because it just keeps building and building and building the whole time (laughs) yes
1: yes i don't know i'm thinking now scary movies and musicals really in my head they go really well together because they're both Fantastical in their own way. They're all like, we're all expected to make the leap as an audience. You know, you're Mm -hmm. expected to make a leap, like being like, all right, I'm willing to accept that this is existing. Now, I'm not talking about realistic horror, like, like real like oh. hyper realistic horror of just like a murderer you know sure, but i'm sure. talking about like horror we're not doing with... home invasion on the yeah, stage yeah yeah exactly <laughs> sure yeah i'm thinking horror movies where there's fantasy to it there's something out of this world out you know otherworldly right. and like theater is the same thing you walk into Absolutely. this place and you you have to be willing to accept that people are singing and dancing yes. and so I, yeah. they, they do go well together i feel it's... too
2: that the the opportunity on the table there is that a lot of musicals don't deal with suspense so you don't get to use the tension and music and chords very yeah. often so there's a lot sometimes when you hear a new musical come out you'll be like oh this song sounds like this one from this musical and this one from this musical because they're trying to get to the same place we're making a horror movie put it on stage i think you have a lot more things that haven't been done before because you haven't done like written music specifically for suspension tension
4: bringing it back to blood brothers there's a few parts where i'm involved um And it kind of sounds like the score of a horror movie for a minute, and it it tends to make me laugh a little. So I got to work on that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, who me? (laughs) Yeah, there are
1: fun moments of that show where yeah, it does have that that turn where you're like, oh yeah, yeah. There's like this is like a a thriller now. Okay,
0: (laughs) it's a good show. I like Blood Brothers is definitely a good show. I'm excited to see it the second time around (laughs) with a different cast
2: not completely different cast like we should
0: well the two brothers
2: right and they're, they're the kind of big roles, and the other brother yeah <laughs> i want to do the math on it and we'll we'll use that for promotional purposes now with 40% new members yeah yeah so yeah so come see
3: it <laughs> that's it's a different great. show now
0: um so we're we're coming to the end we teased it at the beginning a bit and i have to ask you about Disney. Ah. <laughs> oh. All, right. <laughs> because, All right. guys. I'll see you yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, just to <laughs> <take> out the <laughs> headphones. <laughs> see yourself out. Um, you recently came back from a trip, okay. Food and Wine Festival. Yeah, and that's I just figured that yesterday, I mean, we're filming this on the 2nd of October, but yesterday was the 1st of October. And I believe that 40 years ago, 1982, October 1st, 1982, Epcot's
1: birthday. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I love Epcot. Me too. I feel
4: like that's the park that as a child was not at all my favorite no. and my appreciation for it has just grown with Immensely, age yeah definitely yeah um yeah i love epcot um food and wine's great every festival that i've experienced there's farts. been yeah i love farts that's <laughs> the <laughs> festival of the arts the only one i haven't been to is um festival of the holidays because it's only it only runs for a few weeks really and it's that peak you know holiday time it's after thanksgiving through like new year's for or new it new years, might even yeah. end at christmas i don't
1: know if i've ever been to that either thinking yeah. about it
4: no you know what i've been meaning to ask you jared you were a cast member yes. for a while where did you work
1: pinocchio's village house all right love that Yeah. did you really i did yeah what making, did you do uh everything you do everything oh, so okay. like you 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 get cross-trained and everything and um at first i mostly was front of house and like uh-huh. you know making magic but then there was a part of me that changed and it was like i just want to wear k- the kitchen costume which was just kitchenware and like make flatbreads for people all
4: day long <laughs> like this and that's yeah. what
1: i did for half of it too is just literally made food and worked the fryolators and made pizzas for people
4: so you worked in magic kingdom so you've been in the utilidors then. oh definitely the yeah. what d- the 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 tunnels. did you know oh the tunnels yeah. yeah i didn't know they had a name but yes yeah. so I, I did the keys to the kingdom tour a few years ago oh. and got to go down there pretty neat and it, huh
1: it was so cool that's yeah. awesome yeah, yeah magic kingdom is built on the second floor it's the, the tunnels aren't underground. Really? The tunnels are ground level and everything is built up from Built that. up on it. Essentially. So you know It's what? not yeah. as clear. It's not perfect
0: like that, but essentially. Well, that's what they had to do, right? Because it was all swampland. So you needed to build above it. So I don't know why they did that, but it. Huh.
4: The, st- the story goes that Walt Disney was in Disneyland. -hmm. And saw a cowboy walking through Tomorrowland and it drove him crazy. Yes. And he was like, When we do the Orlando park, I don't want that happening. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was like to help with immersion too, I think. Yeah. There was a subway.
1: There was a subway down there too, which was cool. As in Subway restaurant.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's where I used to get lunch all the time. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah,
1: it is weird because you like hold the door, and here would come. Elsa, like, oh, okay.
4: So if you Odd. look, like, if you Google like Subway, like Buena Vista, Florida, it'll just show like a Subway restaurant like in the, like the middle of Magic Kingdom. Yeah, wow. <laughs> wow, that's funny. But it's underground. Well,
1: <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah, it was Walt a good Disney. Time. With I enjoyed the Im- it with the immersion factor. I mean, we, I, I'm pretty sure we can all agree well joe aside but the three of us can agree that nobody (laughs) does it quite like disney world like i just going through because i was there in june and it had been a while so i had i hadn't seen star wars like land at Mm -hmm. all and the moment you step into it it's just like you're on a different planet yeah like you really are yeah like it's so crazy the the attention to detail is what just separates them from everybody else, yeah,
4: I really think a lot of people ask me why I love Disney World so much, and they don't they can't understand. they think it's just an amusement park. You go for the roller coasters. But to me, it's the whole experience, the experience. and it's the yep. like the spectacle of it all. And I feel like a lot of theater people I know mm-hmm. are like the Disney adults that I know, mm-hmm. and it totally makes sense because the whole thing is a show, yeah um yeah.
1: you can't so, pay me to ride the Skyliner, in a, in a, though. and there's
4: so much i we'll, love the Skyliner. We'll ride that. like no so way. much of really? it like relies that's on like annoying. the music and like the performances and like no wonder we love it yeah
1: yeah it's yeah you 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 everything is cared for there you know your your power outlets are decorated yeah like that was one it's thing i i one thing that i i learned which i utilize i try to utilize as much as possible is to care about the little things on stage like when you put a, a speaker on the stage to make it part of the set. Yeah, decorate it. Rather than just putting a speaker on the stage. Yep. Yeah. Because um, Disney does that. Like, you walk around, you see a rock, and the rock has some kind of, like, you notice it, all of a sudden you notice there's sound coming from it, and you realize, oh, that rock is a speaker. It's a speaker. Or you know, yep. well, there's a speaker inside the rock, but whatever. Yeah. Um, it's, it's yeah, yeah. And I won't ride the Skyliner. No way. That's, like, why, why? biggest fear. Like I, heights? No, just getting stuck on that. Oh, terrifying really? to me.
0: Well, a kid that I worked at the movie theater with—he is an Imagineer, and he was on the team to design it. Yeah, they're oh, cool. So, so cool. I'll tell
1: him that you are talking shit about his Skyliner. not talking <laughs> shit, not talking <laughs> no, shit. No, no, it's really—it's a really cool thing. I love that. That's an awesome way to get from park to park. Um, but I'm more of a—I'll just drive. To the park. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll park at the that's, hotel. It's really it. magical, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. That's, that's, uh, it's not very magical, enough. no.
0: Oh, man. All right. We had to talk about that. So now we are at the end of our interview. And you know what comes right now. If you listen to Roberto's episode.
2: All of it. Did no. you listen to all of it? I think Uh-oh. I did,
0: but I'm trying to remember did what you... happened all at the right, end. All right. So this is, we do this for every interview that we have. We end it with the quickest minute in podcasting. It's the quick change. So (laughs) I'm gonna have some questions for you, rapid fire. Okay. And you are just gonna have to answer, and you have one minute. okay? Okay. And nothing hard hitting so don't worry about that
2: but all your answers are legally binding yes they are (laughs) yes (laughs) completely you did sign the contract (laughs) yeah
0: yeah you you don't know that you signed it but you did um so the time so you have one minute we'll be on the timer uh joe will let us know and the timer will start when i finish my first question family feud style okay are you ready I'm ready. Okay. That's the first question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was an easy one. Yeah, exactly. The rest are just as easy. Um, okay. So, here we go. The quickest minute in podcasting, The Quick Change with Aaron Cody. Aaron, what is the first show that you saw on Broadway?
4: The Lion King.
0: What is the next show that you plan to see on Broadway?
4: Ooh, does pack count?
0: It, uh, yeah, we can... We okay, can, I have tickets to Mean Girls next week. What is your favorite musical? Probably Wicked. What is your favorite play?
4: I liked The Bad Seed a lot, actually. Okay. I haven't seen as many plays. I'm not just like... I'm not drawn to go see a play quite mm-hmm. as much as a musical, so I'd, I'd say maybe The Bad Seed the so Bad far. The Bad Seed,
0: okay. What is your favorite role that you've had so far?
4: Princess Fiona in Trek.
0: What is a role that you haven't had that you would like to have?
4: Any, like, classic, like, old musical tap dance roles. So, like, Reno Sweeney, a um, man, in Anything Goes, Peggy Sawyer, 42nd Street, that type of thing.
0: Okay. What do you consider yourself? A singer, a dancer, or an actor?
4: Um, You know, it's funny. I, I would have said dancer a long time ago. I, I don't know. Singer, dancer, dancer, singer. Okay. Can I pick two? And that's time.
0: That's time, but I'm gonna end it with one more question. What is your favorite Disney movie of all time? Oh, nice. Oh, uh, nice.
4: Like old like cartoon. Anything, Anything. Oh, made for Disney. It's Anything just so hard. Could be Aladdin two. It's it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one. Maybe tangled.
0: Tangled oh, is
4: a a good one.
1: definitely a good one. I like that I, like, song. Like as an
4: adult, like I watch Tangled kind of a lot. <laughs> I like
1: that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love it. It's so good. I don't know how the song goes. Yeah,
4: up. No. I, I think I'm gonna say Tangled because I, I
2: think you just sit under the sea. <laughs> 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 Tangled, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
4: it's from Tangled. Is like Actually, a Tangled musical that would be pretty, oh, yeah, pretty that'd great be a good One that would definitely. Ryan, what's your favorite
1: Disney
0: movie? What's my favorite Disney movie yeah. of all time? Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Cool,
1: good one. Well, not
0: like the it. not the live action, the animated. Yeah, one. they
1: haven't. They there haven't been a good. Has there been a good live action yet? Has it happened yet? Uh, I heard that the
0: live action Beauty and the Beast was very good. I didn't uh. see it. I think that what they should do is they should take the older movies that don't get as much publicity or like fanfare. And they should make those into live action. And the one that I stand by, especially with the success of Game of Thrones and House of Dragons, is Sword in the Stone needs to be made into a live action. Oh, yeah.
2: That would be cool. No, I'm, I'm be sure great. there's some sort yeah, of adaptation it. of that. Yeah, it, that's, I'm I, ready there for needs it. to be. It, yeah.
0: I, it would be incredible. You know, it would be a little yeah. darker and it would be cool. I, I think it would be really good.
4: I'm, I'm about, all about I it. I might change my answer to one of those questions. I haven't played a Disney princess yet. I'd like to do that.
0: Okay. Oh, cool. We can, Yeah. all right?
4: Yeah. Before I age out, although I'm only yeah. seven, so. Yeah, yeah that's seven, true.
1: <laughs> ten years ago, you were 13. <laughs> we The math the, the math checks it out. It adds up. Yeah, yeah it checks <laughs> out. Minutes, seconds, days, it, back to minutes, whatever. Uh, yeah. Time is a fluid. construct. It doesn't exist. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. Uh, I think uh, my favorite might surprise you. I'm, I just want to tell you what my favorite is. Oh, yeah, is, please. Wally. That's why he asked. That's why I asked. It is why I asked. Oh, I asked. really?
4: Yeah, oh, I've never
1: Wally. seen Wally. love Wally. My favorite soundtrack, though, is Tarzan. Oh yeah, Phil Collins just it slaps. It. Yeah, it do- oh, it's totally <laughs> wow! It does slap Did not it slaps. Slap. It does description. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm trying it, to trying to stay it, young here. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no that,
1: it's that's a great yeah. That's a
0: great word for it. It does slap. It does. It's incredible. Uh, Aaron, thank you for being here. Thank uh, you for having me. This was this you. was great. Hopefully, Learned. I
4: get to retain my presidency. After this
0: interview. I don't think you said anything too controversial. No, and we send
4: the recordings
2: directly to the people. Yeah, exactly. So so that way they they know who to respond to. But
0: I think also with this one, anything controversial that you may have said, we will edit, but we will keep for ourselves. So so what we say, we are ready
2: to do 12 Angry Men. Yes, exactly.
0: (laughs) You'll make it happen. Break a leg with Blood Brothers and with the... Last year of your presidency, don't get assassinated.
4: Is it? Is <laughs> it? No, is it, it last. the last year? I thought you <laughs> said three years. Yeah, I've only done one. second. Oh. We're, well, d- we're doing what? great with the math the so, today. Yeah, <laughs> the and math is very good. Years. No, no. Well, still. But still.
2: The Ryan is forecasting something incredibly controversial <laughs> happening. Yeah. yeah, I mean, don't. cause oh, you to lose still. your role. Don't get assassinated. Just watch out. I'm we got the blackmail. We have the blackmail. We have the blackmail.
4: Foreshadowing. Oh,
0: God. Uh, All right. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We
4: were a mess today. Thank you.